Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for the blood that you shed, that you allowed your son to shed for us. We thank you for allowing us to see another day. We thank you for forgiving us of our sins. Father God, we ask as we partake in your word that you give us um, understanding of what you're trying to convey to us, Father God. Help us to have listening ears, Father God, and open our eyes so that we may see. Father God, forgive us of any sins that we have done. Father God, give us um, more grace and mercy, please. Father God, bless the ones that are hearing the word. Bless the ones that are reading it. In Jesus' name, amen. So today's verse is Luke 5, 18. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. Subject, going to extra mile. Christian truths. I'm going to pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm going to extra mile with Jesus. I'm filled with joy. I'm enduring through. I'm blessed by the best. Sometimes when we hold the door open or compliment somewhere or do more work or a job, a lot of people don't see it. And sometimes it feels like, why do I have to go the extra mile if it's not going to be seen? But what we must realize is that sometimes we shouldn't go the extra mile not to be seen. We should do it because it's the right thing to do or, or it's who we are in our character to be kind and considerate. It's in our character to be the better person. Jesus, when he was here, he, he went the extra mile because he loved people. He wanted to see them saved and filled with joy and much, much more. Today, we're looking at a story that has a group of friends who went the extra mile for their friend, not because they wanted to be known, but because they wanted and desire to see their friend in a better state than what he is in. This is what we have to do sometimes. And that's that's called being compassionate. We have to love people enough to want to see them in a better state and not stuck if we can help it. Verse 18, some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. The men tried to take their paralyzed man friend through the front door, but it was too many people. When things get hard, sometimes we give up because we feel, oh, it must not be of the Lord, or oh, oh well, let, let me stop. But just because something's difficult doesn't mean it's not from God. Sometimes the task that he hands us is it going to be easy? It's going to be, it isn't going to be smooth sailing. But what makes it easy is that we heed to his voice when he speaks. Verse 19, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some towels. They Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down to the crowd right in front of Jesus. The men didn't stop there. They, they went on to the top of the roof of the place. When one door is closed, God provides other ways. The, the men kept going. Not only did they get him to the roof, but they also removed the towels. When things get rough, don't stop. Just cry out for Jesus. Don't stop praying. Don't stop looking for other means to pursue what you want or need. Jesus sees what we go through and how much we want it so badly. He hears our cries on the darkest nights in the deepest valleys. Verse 20, seeing their faith, Jesus said to the men, Young men, your sins are forgiven. Jesus seen their faith. They knew if they get closer to him, if they could let him just see their friend, or if, if Jesus speak the word or lay his eyes on him, that their friend would be healed. This is the same faith the lady with the issue of blood had. She had that radical kind of faith. She knew if she, she touched the, his garment, 
that he will make her whole. How many of us believe that when we give our life to Christ, he can make us whole. When we call out for healing, he can make us whole. How many of us just believe it? Jesus can hear my voice. He can change and heal me. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. We don't need anything else but our faith when it comes to Jesus. We must believe that what our faith is in him is not about what we see, because if we based our life or whatever on what's seen, we won't never have. We will always be sitting and missing opportunities because we forget where to place our faith in, which is Jesus. Sometimes it's hard to have this kind of faith, but God is waiting for us to be fully dependent on him. And when we do this, we become more drawn and intimate with him. Today, let your faith help you through let your faith help you through. Believe that if Jesus helped them, he will help you. If Jesus healed the woman with the issue of blood, he will do the same. But we must have faith like they did that he's here for us. We can't doubt and waver. We must be calm. And as long as our mind is tossed around like the sea, we won't, we, we aren't showing faith. But the moment we allow his word, words, peace be still to take over, we will be just fine. Believe in Jesus today. Hold tight to your faith. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for allowing us to believe in you, Lord. Continue to help us through everything. Lord, we are so grateful for everything you have done for us. We, we are grateful for the love and healing power you have over our lives. Lord, if we aren't steady in our faith, please show us how. Lord, grow our faith in you. We need you so much. We ask today that you be with us and comfort us through the ups and downs of life. We we give you all of ourselves today. We desire to grow each and every day in you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So today's topic is going the extra mile. I'll give everyone a minute to get their Bibles or a drink of water. I try to let the devotionals last from 15 to 25 minutes. I never make it to 15 mark. I always go over to about 20, 25. But um, so today's verse is going extra mile. I try to go to extra mile with everything I do because I try to do everything that the Lord asks me to do in my life. And that's what we must do. We must always try to go to extra mile so we can make sure we cover everything the Lord wants us to do. And when we get up and pray in the morning, we ask God, God, use me. You know, help me be a available vessel for you. Help me to be able to pray for someone that needs a prayer. Help me to save a soul that needs to be saved, Father God. Father God, help my, my, my life to be aligned with what your will is for me. Every morning we should be asking God to use us. And that's another way to go the extra mile is asking God, I'm here. You can use me. But we must also make sure our life is a clean vessel, but we're not talking about that today. But that's just a tidbit I like to throw out there. I always try to throw out there is that your life needs to be clean. Your vessel, you need to be a clean vessel. You need to make sure everything is lined up the way God wants your life to be lined up. If it's not, you need to ask God, God, what am I doing that you're not? What am I doing in my life that's causing you to not use me? What am I doing in my life that 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 doesn't bring you glory? That, that's the key right there is that we make sure that our life brings him glory that excuse me that are in our secret life and then when we close the door no one's watching us what are we doing is it bringing god glory 
are we the type of people that's living a double life where we're acting Christ-like in front of everyone. And then when we get behind closed doors, we're, we're a heathen, you know, we're, we're living, you know, we're drinking and drinking it up, you know, getting high as a kite, you know, we, we're committing adultery, we're stealing and robbing from places, you know, are we doing what we need to do? You know, does our life match up to be used? That's, that's another way to make sure that when we go the extra mile, it's just not us going extra mile for looks. And it's hard sometimes not to want to get a thank you or get, hey, you know, look at, let's just use me, look at Lou. Uh, she, she did this, she did that. It's hard not to want to get a thank you or, or anything like that. But if you look for that, you won't get it. And most of the time, even if you do look for it, you still won't get it. It, it, just, it just won't happen. And it's okay if you don't get a thank you or um, you you do a prayer on Facebook and no one says anything, no one likes it, no one says amen. It's okay because that's not what you're doing it for. You're doing it for the glory of God. That's why um, on my Facebook, I have over 2,000 people that follow me, but no one likes my posts. No one likes the different things I put up. But does it bother me? It did. But God made me realize that when I went this extra mile, it's not for other people. It, it's to touch people. So if someone might be reading it and don't want to reply. Someone might be reading it and don't have time to reply. That's what we have to look at. That's what we have to do. But this, the people in the story went the extra mile for their friend because they wanted to see their friend healed. They wanted to see him in a better state. And that's why we do a, a intercessory in prayer. We, we pray for other people because we want to see people in a better state. We don't do it just to be like, oh, I prayed for you this morning. Hmm, want you to know that I was in my prayer closet calling out your name. No, you pray for people. You do intercession prayer because you want to see people in a better state. You want to see people closer to God. You want to see people following Christ. So these people went the extra mile. They they went as far as taking them in the front door and they, they couldn't get to them. So many people and people as like today won't move. So they, they was like, okay, well, we, we can't go this way. Let's go up top. So you got to imagine this man is paralyzed. So they went to the top of the roof. So first they had to get the mat up there. Then they had to get him up there. Then they had to get themselves up there. And then that didn't stop there. They had to remove the towel off the building. Now, some of us, when things happen, things get rough, we're like, oh, no, uh-uh, this, this must not be of God because it's too much. It's too difficult. Some things are difficult. Some mountains are hard to climb. But he placed you there to show you your endurance. He placed you there to make you steadfast. He placed you there to build your character. And if we look at every mountain as, oh, no, mm -mm, this is tough. God didn't put me there like that. God is going to make this easy. This, this can't be the door that God has for me. As you can see, as tough as it was, they still push through. We have to learn to push through. Now, not saying everything is like that. That's why you have to pray and ask God, God, is this the way you want me to go? Yes. But, but God is, is full of thorns and the, has no lights down this road. Yes, I want you to go down that road. But you sure you want me to go down this road? Yes, I would like for you to go down this road. So you go down this road because it's the one he says to go down. But if you just jump up and start skipping down the road and not asking him anything and it's tough, it, it, that might not be the road for you. That's why we have to ask God daily, what's his will for our life? What do you want me to do? If this road's supposed to be tough, please show me. If it's not supposed to be tough and you had like a better way for me, show me. 
But just because the door is closed doesn't mean that's not what God wants you to do. That means he doesn't want you to go through that door. He wants you to go through another door. And that's what the people did. They didn't go through that door. They went up. They didn't even check for a back door. Maybe it wasn't a back door. Maybe they knew that that certain building didn't have a back door. I don't know. But they went to the roof. They went to a second option, which is the roof. That was some dedication. They carried the mat, the man, themselves up on the roof. I can imagine carrying another person. They must have had to put him on his, their back. One of them must have had to carry him on their back as they're climbing up the ladder. Or maybe they both pushed, pushed him up and the other one caught his hands. We don't know. It doesn't go into detail. But you see, they went the further distance because they wanted to see their friend healed. We have to go the extra distance sometimes for our loved ones when we notice our loved ones are lost. We have to go the extra distance when we notice that maybe this person is, is doing something they shouldn't do. I, I had this one person that God placed in my life for about a year. And I checked on this person every day. And every day we would pray. Every day we would talk about God. Every day they, this person wanted to give up. And every day I talked to this person. And the person disappeared. I don't know how to get in contact with this person. This person disappeared. And it hurt me to my heart because I don't know if they gave up on life because that's what they wanted to do. And that was a tough battle because every day I woke up in fear because I, I was scared that they, they would have hurt themselves. And no matter how hard I prayed for them not to hurt themselves, they still wanted to. Even praying that kind of spirit off of them, they still wanted to. See, we have to do just our part. That's all we can do. Uh, we can only lay down the foundation and God can do the rest. Sometimes God placed people in our life to, to see, are we going to see about this person? Or are we going to just dismiss this person? Are we going to take care of this person? Or are we going to just push them to the side? They got it. They're fine. They're grown. I hear people, a lot of people say that they're grown. Let them do what they want to do. No, no, you can't just go based on someone's grown because maybe someone's not mentally okay. Maybe someone's not emotionally stable. So we must go that extra mile and pray and check on them. Not be nosy, but just check on them. Okay. So if you notice that they went on further and they 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 let the man down through the roof. I bet Jesus was like, wow, what is happening? And well, knowing Jesus, he already knew. He knows everything. And so as they lowered the man through the roof, they I guess he lays, in my mind, I'm picturing that the man lays right in front of Jesus. Because Jesus is in the center of everybody praying. I mean, teach it. So immediately when Jesus sees him, he says, Your young man, your sins are forgiven. Just like that. They knew, and I bet they didn't even go through the roof. They kind of just lowered him down. They kind of looked up and looked down, like, okay, we got him there. This is all we can do. We just have to hope and pray. We got him there. And Jesus immediately forgave him. Jesus seen what kind of faith they had. They went the extra mile, just like the woman with the issue of blood. She went the extra mile to touch his garment. She's like, if I could just touch his clothes. He's like, if he could just lay his eyes. The, the friends like, if he could just lay his eyes on him, he'd be okay. And a lot of us don't look at it like that for our own lives, that if I could just get up early and pray, if I could just get up and read my word, if I could get up and just meditate, I will be okay. 
We won't, we don't reach out for him anymore because we know that he's available. We, we don't, we take our, 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 the times that we have with God for granted because we just know he's just going to be there. But these people didn't know how long they was going to have Jesus. So they flocked to him. They, they ran to him. They, 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 you could read in some of the verses that Jesus got in a boat to go across the, the, the river and time he got there, everyone was sitting there like, Hey, you, you made it. <laughs> we, we walked over here to meet you. And it wasn't that he was avoiding them. It's to say he got in the river because he, he got in a boat because maybe he was tired. Maybe because he, the people was drawn to him so heavy that he just needed a moment to pray as they going across the sea. We never know. It doesn't say, but these people follow him. These people walk long distances just to see him. But we have the gift of just bowing our heads right now, sitting still and his presence would come. But we take it for granted. We don't go the extra mile. We don't take an extra minute. Oh, only got five minutes to pray. I got to make this quick. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, God. Let's go. Harry, 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 Harry. I need your presence right now. Only got five minutes. Let's hope. Let's go. Let's make it snappy. Why do we do that to him? That he's doing, that we're doing him a favor by talking to him. But you could tell the people in this, this, in the Bible that they knew that the power that he had, that if they could just spend time with him, he could heal them. And that's what we need to look at is that if we could just spend extra time with him, he could heal our anxiety, heal our depression, heal our sicknesses. But we're so game to just pray and get out. We're so game to read our word and get out. How many of us go to extra mile just to seek his presence? How many of us have faith like they had? That I could just touch, if he could just see, if he could just speak the word. One man told him that he said, if you could just speak the word, you don't have to come to my house. I know that you're a man that has authority, like I have authority. He said, if you just speak the word, I know everything's going to be okay. Speaking the word. We have to understand that what we have and what they had, they had him right there and they, they were scared they was going to lose him. Like any day he gets to get up and disappear, I guess they, that's what they're thinking. But we have the opportunity to have him every day right now. And we won't go the extra mile. We won't go the extra mile to make sure that we hear his voice, that we know his will. Let's look at a couple of reference verses. Let's go to um, Mark 10 and 52. Mark 10 and 52. Okay. In the NLT version, it says, And Jesus said to him, Go, for your faith has healed you instantly. The man could see and follow Jesus down the road. NIV says, And Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on his way. So you can see, even in this one, Jesus healed a blind man. 
and he was he was sitting out and he was like jesus jesus everybody's like be quiet be quiet be quiet be quiet be quiet he's like no jesus jesus if he's kept saying oh, son of david have mercy on me please and everyone's like be quiet he's like jesus said bring him here just bring him here well, what do you, what do you need he said what do you want and and, and jesus he said i, I want to see he said that's all i want is i just want to see I, I i don't you don't have to touch me i just want to see and jesus said go your faith fulfills you and because he could see he followed jesus god heal us and we're north god give us a job and we work many hours we don't have time to to pray don't have time to read a word we don't have time to meditate we, we, we don't definitely want to fast because we want all our energy to be able to eat so we can go to work but this man immediately when jesus gave him his sight he followed jesus some of us forget him when he blesses we're just looking for the blessings but he wanted to follow jesus he wanted to make sure that when he seen he could follow him it was tons of people like that he, he will heal them and, and maybe not tons maybe i shouldn't say tons but it was a few people he will heal and they will want to follow him He's like no don't go follow me go go tell others or go go heal go talk to the people in your village about about what you what what was, what was done today and they will go and proclaim the name of god some of us know how good Jesus is. We know how good God is, but we won't proclaim his name. We won't go the extra mile to, to make sure we pass out maybe a devotional, maybe a Bible verse, or even ask, well, hey, do you know Jesus today? And I know that's probably a dangerous thing to do now because of COVID and people like to fight. But if we don't go the extra mile to pass out the gospel, some people won't never know. Maybe it was maybe it's our job to do it, but you need to ask God, God, is it okay? Are you okay with me passing out a devotion? Are you okay with me talking to someone about their soul being saved? And sometimes you don't even have to do that. Sometimes your life is for his glory. Sometimes your life can help save someone's soul. I've seen so many people, they're like, I, I want to give my life to Christ because I, I know that your life is what I want. I want that same closeness with God. Can you help me? And I disciple a couple of people, you know, to, to show them how to build a relationship with Christ. But we have to go the extra mile. But do we go the extra mile for our own selves? That's why sometimes God has us to wait on our calling, our wait on building a church, our wait on doing this and that, because once we start our ministry we're going to be so focused on other things that we have to carve out our time to pray we have to carve out our time to read our word because you have so many people wanting to speak with you and you have to study your lessons so you be able to teach others see your, your time gets dwindled down once you start your calling but that's when you have to go the extra mile to say i'm going to stay up late tonight and study i'm going to stay up late tonight and pray i'm going to get up in wee hours of the night and pray that's why I get up at 1030 at night and I pray. I, I either pass up the devotionals or I pray. And I stay up for an hour and I pray. Because I know if I get up and I do it now, like 
like right now it's like four o'clock in the morning that my phone's going to be ringing, that people are going to be sending me texts, that people are going to send me emails that I have to answer. And I don't want to be disturbed when I have my moment with God because I have to eat too. I have to consume his presence too. I have to go the extra mile because if I don't, I won't be able to do it. I won't have time. So are you going to extra mile today in your life? Are you going to extra mile to seek his presence? Are you going to extra mile to have more faith? Are you going to extra mile to make sure that your day is lined up with his will? Are you going to extra mile to teach someone the word? Are you going to extra mile to pray for others? Are you going to extra mile? I hope you all have a blessed day. Remember Jesus loves you. Remember to have radical faith. Because God is a God of doing the impossible. But we have to have the faith to know that he will. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Be blessed. Thank you.